Welcome to the High School Athlete Nutrition Podcast, where we chat about fueling your performance on and off the field, court, track, or pool. I'm your host, Stephanie Melitano, a registered sports dietitian who specializes in helping athletes optimize their performance with a strong fueling plan. Whether you're a seasoned athlete or just starting out, this podcast will provide you with specific strategies and practical tips to help you reach your performance goals. So join me as we explore the world of nutrition and learn how to take your game to the next level. Hey athletes, this episode is going to be a really good one. I'm so excited, and especially for those of you who want to play at the collegiate level or just play at a higher level. My guest today is going to be a really good resource and just someone you want to connect with. Also, if you're working through a health challenge, she's a fantastic resource. She has an amazing community that we're going to talk about today. So my guest, she's a wonderful person, an incredible athlete. She's created a supportive community for athletes with autoimmune diagnosis, Amy Schwem. She's a junior at William & Mary, a Division I volleyball player, and the founder of the Autoimmune Athlete. Amy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. Yeah, it's it's been a long time coming. It's one of those things where every time we chat, we're always, you know, it's just so interesting. And there's so much going on in your collegiate world and, and all that. So I think it'll be a really great conversation and really great for athletes, parents, coaches to, to hear about like what your recruitment journey has been like and what your diagnosis journey was like and why you created the autoimmune athlete. So to get started, can you introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit more about you? Sure. Like Seth said, my name is Amy. I am from originally from the Chicagoland area, um, and I am a junior at William & Mary. I am majoring in psychology and kinesiology, um, and I play volleyball here, and I am the founder of The Autoimmune Athlete, which is an organization designed to help athletes who are navigating an autoimmune disease or a chronic illness or um, just have a different medical situation. I was diagnosed coming into my freshman year and it just became something that I wanted to help others with. Um, and that's just been a big part of my journey and has gotten me to where I am at today. A beautiful introduction, really kind of summarizing all of the big stuff that you do, like everything, <laughs> you know, like, oh, I'm just an athlete. I'm just doing this, but you really have so many wonderful things going on. But to start, I kind of want to backtrack a little bit and go back to your recruitment journey and where did it start? You know, did you know William and Mary was the school for you? Like, what was that whole process like for you? Yeah. So my recruiting journey started very early. Um, I started talking to schools in eighth grade and making visits. Um, it was before a lot of the rules changed. So very early I was making visits. I knew I wanted to play at a high level. I was so passionate about the sport and I just wanted to take it as far as I could. Um, with that being said, especially as my journey kind of progressed, I knew that I didn't want to sacrifice the academic piece. So when William and Mary came into the picture, it just really had both of those boxes checked for me. And once I had the chance to connect with some of the staff and the other athletes and get on campus for myself, it just it felt right for me. It felt like home. Even being 13 hours away from my home in Illinois, it it just felt like it was going to be such a safe space for me. And it definitely has been. So that's kind of my a little bit of a synopsis of my journey. It was a long one. I, I had I had the privilege of speaking with a lot of really great coaches and great programs across the country, but definitely ended up where I was meant to be. Yeah, that's that's incredible. And kind of what I share 
with a lot of the athletes, the high school athletes I'm working with, I mean, my advice to them is always like cast a wide net, open that conversation. You have to find the right fit for you. And sometimes the right fit sounds like you, like you always knew would be kind of William and Mary in that kind of direction. But sometimes mm-hmm. it's a school you don't even expect. It's once you meet the coaching staff and your trainers and other athletes, you're like, wow, this is home for me. And that's that's really cool. It is really cool. So what has your experience been like? I know kind of working through COVID and getting out of that, but what has your experience been like in the first couple of years as a collegiate athlete? It has been awesome. It's such a change from high school, um, especially I was originally a, a class of 2020 graduate. So I ended up taking a gap year after high school because of COVID. So I came in in 2021 um, and still had a little bit of the aftermath of COVID, but it is definitely a huge adjustment going from high school to college, being so far from home, adjusting to the workload, both in the classroom and on the court. And it has been such a challenge, but so rewarding at the same time. And the connections that you build along the way are just so special and you will you will carry them with you throughout the rest of your life. So definitely been such a positive experience for sure many ups and downs along the way but overall has just been incredible and I just feel so fortunate that I have the opportunity to play in college yeah that's incredible in terms of like your training because I know you know your season really has kicked off now you know as we're recording this and so you know you're now classes have started and your season's in full swing and as we logged onto this call you were telling me about how you were traveling you got back at like one in the morning and all of that and so you know when you think about the experience of a collegiate athlete it's very glamorized in terms of like the swag you get and the travel and the fun and all that but there is that big dedication and workload piece because you are a student athlete, you know, so Mm -hmm. you have the workload and, and, you know, that training and performance and recovery and taking care of your body and fueling, you know, so what do you, how do you balance both this, this, you know, the student and the athlete life? Yeah, definitely. I think the most important thing is time management. I have a planner that goes with me wherever I go. And it's really just about finding that balance and and making almost, my mom calls them like mini appointments with yourself of like, okay, this block of time, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do this. And then keeping track of your class schedule and your practice schedule. And then also building in time for yourself to take care of your mental and physical health, um, making sure that you're fueling your body properly and recovering and resting and doing all those things that allow you to be at your best when you're both in class and on the court, because there are definitely days, like you were saying, where it feels like you don't hit the off switch all day and you're just go, 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 go. Um, it, It can get easy to get caught up in that and lose sight of the fact that college is supposed to be a lot of fun and playing a sport in college is supposed to be a lot of fun. Um, and it's not supposed to be something that is just tearing you down. So I would definitely say that just time management and learning how to prioritize certain things is definitely really important. And one of those priorities being to take care of yourself, even if that means, you know, saying no to certain things or taking things off your plate and also taking advantage of the resources that you have as a collegiate athlete, whether that be the sports psychologist or um, the athletic training department or things like that, where there are people and there are resources that are meant to help you. Um, And I think it's easy to get caught up in a mindset of like, I'm not allowed to ask for help. 
And in reality, those people are meant to be there to guide you and support you. And uh, it's a really powerful tool to take advantage of throughout your journey. Yeah, those are two really important things that you said. One is the time blocking. I think that's really key because I feel like in in a class schedule and your workload and then training, like the days fly by. And Mm -hmm. so if you can really set yourself time where this is my, you know, project time or work time, or like you said, your own time, like this is where you're going to reset your own mental health. And whether that is working this with a sports psychologist or meditating or just going for a walk to clear your head, you're, you're giving yourself that time to just unplug, reset, slow down. That's really incredible. And the second piece being take advantage of the team around you. I think you're never more supported than you are as an, as a collegiate athlete, because you do, you know, thankfully William and Mary is such a fantastic university and they have a lot of that support team there, you know, and reaching out to, to the sports psychologist and trainers and all of that, and, you know, dietitian, all, all those things that are at your fingertips, really just having that resource is really incredible. So those are two fantastic, fantastic tips for athletes, no matter where you're playing, but, you know, if it's junior college, all, you know, D1, D2, D3, wherever you are, take advantage of the tools you have right in your back pocket. That's really, really incredible. Transitioning into the autoimmune athlete. Can you tell me a little bit about your story in terms of your diagnosis and, and how that led you to, you know, adapting your training recovery, creating that support team, and then ultimately the autoimmune athlete. Sure. Um, so my story is pretty crazy. My freshman summer, I was up here training and woke up in the middle of the night one night and could not put any weight on my right foot. It was very swollen. I thought something was broken. Uh, nothing was broken. There was no injury. I ended up seeing a bunch of doctors and ended up being diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. The day that I left home for my first collegiate preseason. Um, and if you are a college athlete or aspire to be a college athlete, or you know anything about college athletics, preseason is kind of crazy. Um, especially as a freshman, it's, it's a lot. And I had such high expectations for myself and such big goals that I wanted to accomplish. So getting those test results that close to starting my freshman season was um, extremely overwhelming, as you can imagine. And because of that, I kind of put it in a box and tucked the box deep in the back of my closet and didn't open it unless I had to. I told as few people as possible And even the people that I did tell, it was, I downplayed everything as much as I could. It was very much just like, oh, this is just a bump in the road. And, you know, it's not really going to change anything for me. Um, I was so, so scared of being seen as a burden or as somebody who was no longer capable of accomplishing the things that I wanted to accomplish, especially as a freshman, I had my eyes set on earning a spot on the starting roster and I didn't want anything getting in the way of that. Um, So I kept it very low. I did not tell our strength coach. I didn't tell our athletic trainer. My whole team didn't even know. My whole staff didn't even know. It was literally as, as few people as possible knew right away. And I played my whole freshman season that way. I just kind of muscled my way through it. I earned a starting spot and quickly realized that it wasn't going to work like that. I I was not going to make it. I wasn't going to be successful 
if I didn't start letting people in and letting people help me. Because the way autoimmune disease works, you can't just muscle through everything that comes your way. It's it's going to take a toll. It's going to create setbacks. So after my freshman season, I was exhausted. I was beat down and really mentally just in a place of, I want to tell more people, but I'm scared. And I don't, I, I just felt very isolated. I didn't really know how to go about it. So I slowly just kind of one person at a time started letting people in. And it was just as much as I was comfortable with, it started small and just grew at a rate with which I was comfortable with and was just met with the utmost of support and love and compassion and people just wishing that they had known sooner so that they could have helped more. Nobody saw me as weak. Nobody saw me as a burden burden or problematic which are all things that in my head I had worked up as things that were going to happen. So as I kind of progressed through my freshman year, um, I was met with some more pretty intense challenges related to my autoimmune disease. And I was meeting with my head coach at the time one day, and he had suggested trying to find some sort of support group with other people who were going through something similar. And we sat down together and couldn't find anything, which was a bit of a shock. Without telling anyone, I started putting in the works kind of what was meant to be a support group of my own. And I started talking to just my mom and my sister about it and kind of putting the groundwork together to see if it was something that I was number one, comfortable with, but number two, just capable of doing. And that progressed into the autoimmune athlete being born. So it was in the works my freshman spring and summer. And then I officially launched it fall of my sophomore year. It really has just been a platform designed to help people not feel the way I felt when I was diagnosed because it is such an isolating feeling. And I just want to be a support system, place where people can go if they have questions or just need to vent or anything like that. So that's kind of an overview of how that came to be. You're creating something that was a huge void in in the athletics world. You know, we think about athletes, like you mentioned, being able to push through and power through and you're tough and you do this alone and that couldn't be further from the truth. You, we talked about that support network that most athletic departments have leaning on that, leaning on friends, family that really took you farther. And it just shows like how opening up really just helped you not only physically, but mentally kind of with this diagnosis and and moving forward. So that's really, really incredible. So you have the autoimmune athlete, you founded it, we're building it, your logo, everything's beautiful right now. Where can athletes find you? Like, are, are you mostly on Instagram, you know, web? Where where do you interact with athletes, parents, coaches the most? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my biggest way to connect with people right now is through Instagram. Um, I do have a website as well. So both of those are kind of working hand in hand. My goal, especially through Instagram, is just to connect with as many people as possible and not for the sake of, you know, myself growing and saying that I have X number of followers solely for the sake of helping people. I know that there are a lot more people out there who are going through something like this than I ever anticipated or expected. I don't want them to feel like they're going through it alone because that's how I felt. I felt like there was no one else in the country going through what I was going through, which is 
so far from the truth. So Instagram has definitely been my my main way to connect with people. I respond to all direct messages and comments, and it's just been a really cool experience to get to kind of go through something that's really challenging together, even if it's with people that you've never met. When you look at your you know DMs and comments now, do you find it's mostly athletes saying like, I relate to this, this is me? Or do you feel it's kind of the support system, the parents, the coaches reaching out and saying, how do I communicate with my athletes? How do I support my athletes? It's a little bit of both, which I think is awesome. I, yeah. I had the intention of solely connecting with athletes as it's progressed. And I've had the opportunity to talk to really concerned parents or members of a support staff who don't really know how to help. I think even I've been very fortunate throughout my career to have incredibly supportive staff alongside me. But even for them, it's been a learning journey. We've we've had to learn together as we've gone because it was uncharted territory for them just as much as it was for me. And even with, you know, people like my family members, my sister, and you're not equipped to handle that until you have to. So having kind of a central space where anyone can come just to learn or um, to become more aware of kind of the ins and outs and how to be a positive support system for someone who is battling an autoimmune disease, that has been just as rewarding as connecting with the athletes themselves because it's the same end goal in mind. Yeah, really cool. So if you have, you know, one or two tips for athletes who have an autoimmune di- diagnosis, what would that be? What would you recommend that they do, you know, to keep themselves healthy mentally, physically, to talk to their support system? Like you have a few tips for them. Yes. Uh, first and foremost, I would encourage them that nobody knows their body like themselves with social media being as large of a presence as it is today and the internet being as big of a presence. it's easy to find a million different things on whatever it is you're looking to find things on but every body is different everyone needs different things there are going to be different things that help different people um so my my biggest tip would be to to trust your body and to figure out what works for you in particular um just because something works for someone else doesn't mean it's going to work for you and that's okay so, so much of managing an autoimmune disease is just learning about yourself and how to best take care of you. And with that being said, like you were saying, I would encourage them to let people in. And it doesn't have to be everyone. It doesn't have to be a social media platform. It doesn't have to be anything more than what they're comfortable with. But having some sort of support system of people you can talk to even if it's just to vent, even if they don't know what you're going through is, is just crucial because being a collegiate athlete, being an athlete at any stage presents so many difficulties to begin with. And when you're fighting your health on top of that, it can feel so overwhelming and keeping that all inside and expecting yourself to be able to deal with it on your own is just not going to end well in the long run. Um, So those would be my two biggest tips is to just trust your body and learn what works best for you. And then also to, even if it's a little bit outside of your comfort zone, just allow people to help you and allow others into your little bubble. 
<laughs> yeah. Open up that bubble. You know, it's more fun. Even if it's just like you said, just one person, whether it's a parent or a sibling or an aunt or uncle, or maybe it's not family, maybe it is a coach or a trainer, you know, whoever you're comfortable sharing with it, just having that one person, a roommate, right. can be really helpful in that. So that's amazing. What about for, you know, the collegiate athlete or the aspiring high school athlete who wants to play at that collegiate level, who is kind of maybe going on their tours now and doing camps and kind of trying to connect to coaches. Do you have any tips for them? Yeah, I would definitely encourage them to be themselves um it's so easy to get wrapped up in the world of recruiting and try and fill this box of what you think you should be the days of posting your commitment pictures and getting your first t-shirt those are going to end and ultimately it's going to be your four years that you spend there and you want to spend them somewhere where you are appreciated where they want you to be there, where you're a valued member of their pro of their program, no matter what your role looks like. Um, and that starts with being yourself and allowing those connections to be genuine, even though it can be stressful and intimidating to be on the phone with a college coach. It's so important that you take the time to find the right fit for you and don't just jump at the first opportunity that knocks at your door um, because the right fit is out there for everyone. And it just, it sometimes takes a little bit of patience to find it. That's a great tip. I think, especially when you look at the world of college athletics, it's first like, you know, what division do you want to play out? Do you want to play at the collegiate level? Is it just club you want to play and narrowing that down and, but also not closing doors on yourself. You know, I think um, what I'm really close to some recruiting coaches and hearing them say like, just keep the conversation going, stay open you know, be kind as well. Like don't snub the coaches, you know, but, you know, really just be open. So that's, that's incredible. That's incredible advice. Where can listeners find you and the autoimmune athlete? Yeah. So my Instagram handle is just at the underscore autoimmune underscore athlete. And my website is the autoimmune athlete.org. Those are the two main places you can find me right now. There is potential for there to be other um, places where the autoimmune athlete pops up in the future. But for now, those would be the two best places to go. It's exciting. It's It's been amazing to watch this, this thought that you had, this incredible kind of brainwave turn into this just incredibly supportive, really wonderful community. So I can't wait to see where you go next. Maybe TikTok, who knows, YouTube, <laughs> podcasts of your own, all the fun stuff. Yeah. But first let's get through the fall semester. Um, so some really cool things. And I do have one final mystery question. So for every guest who comes on, I ask a very random question it has nothing to do with anything that we talked about. So your question today is if you can have any superpower, what would it be? Mm, I think I would say teleportation coming off of a road trip that we got home at 1 30 in the morning after playing three matches it would have been really <laughs> nice if I could have just teleported to my bed from Pennsylvania um but I think also I would really like to travel and experience different places and being able to cut out the cost of buying plane tickets would be so awesome so that's my final answer. That's a that's a great on the spot answer. I love that one from the from the <laughs> athlete perspective. Like I'd rather be able to. I want to just go home in a blink of an eye or get home from my tournament yes. really quickly. <laughs> 
Oh, that's that's so amazing. That's really great. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today and, you know, sharing the autoimmune athlete with just more athletes, more coaches, more parents and family. I think it's so important that we get the story out there. And for those who are listening, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the High School Athlete Nutrition Podcast. Each episode, we're breaking down the basics of nutrition and important topics for you as the athlete to help you elevate your game as an athlete, but also as a human. If you want to connect with Amy and the Audioimmune Athlete family, please check out the show notes and direct links for her website and Instagram. Until next time, happy fueling.